Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of Covered. I'm your host Aya and you're listening to a podcast that's dedicated to bringing diversity to your bookshelves. Don't forget to subscribe and to check out the social media links down below so you never miss out. Now, without further ado, let's get on with the episode. For a lot of readers, there's always that one author that just does it for them. From the storylines to their writing style, it feels like the author is writing just for you. Personally, I have a few, and here with me today is Lulu, a Bahraini student who enjoys embroidery and reading. Shocker, I know, we enjoy reading on this podcast. Join us as we chat about these authors and their amazing work. So, would you like to introduce yourself to the audience? Hi guys, uh, my name is Lulua, but you can call me Lulu. Uh, my account on TikTok is Lulu Reads with uh, double S at the end. And, um, well, I'm 21 years old, if you guys didn't know. And um, I studied English literature in uh, university and my minor is in translation. And yeah, that's uh, kind of pretty much it. So, Lulu, like, what types of books do you, like, usually like to read? What do you gravitate towards? I like, uh, mostly I like a reading about, like, psychological thriller or uh, horror or crimes. I really love them. But I started, like, getting into uh, fantasy ever since I started my account on BookTok. But still, I, like, return to psychological thriller because it's just, it speaks to me. Same. Literally, like, one of my favorite genres are thrillers and mysteries. Just, oh, I can never get enough of them. So, Lulu, who is your go-to author and kind of why? My go-to author? Um, I don't really have one. But recently, since I started, like, reading about, uh, reading, like, famous uh, books on uh, TikTok... Um, I like uh, the writing style of uh, V.E. Schwab, the writer of The Invisible Life of Adi LaRue. Her style is like really just, it's so beautiful to read. And I started reading her uh, book, Vicious. It's about villains. It's literally just villains, villains fighting villains, which is super interesting. I kind of love villains. If they have like morals or like uh, redeemable qualities, if they don't, I just no pass i'll pass (laughs) Ooh, so you kind of like the morally gray characters yes like loki Ooh, yes girl same i i feel like with a lot of like the really good characters and the heroes they get boring (laughs) like i don't know exactly yeah they get so boring so i kind of i feel like these morally gray characters they're a lot more relatable because like obviously no one is perfect Mm -hmm. i agree so personally for me i would um i'd probably say dan brown and khalid husseini have you read any of their books um no but i've heard of uh, dan brown girl since you like thrillers you'll definitely love him like honestly i've read like so many of his books and each one is better than the next oh my god Uh, i read yeah they're so good the only thing is that they're like super like long but when I was reading it, I didn't really feel like it was that big. 
so it was super interesting and like the way he incorporates like history and all these small details it's just it's mind-blowing i definitely need to check his books oh definitely i'll send you like a few a few titles that you should totally try out yes please i'm gonna need like a guide are you like the type of person that enjoys like a first person point of view or like a narrator point of view or do you kind of like a mix i like mix it depends also on like on the author like is is it like good is it like intriguing because i read like a couple of the first person like point of view and i it, it was it, they weren't like written well that i just got bored with them and i switched to like third person and they were like really good but then again i would read like one book that is uh written by like third person and then i'll be like no that's this is just not it i and then i switch back again yeah so for you it kind of just depends on the author and their ability to like tell the story through the point of view because like before i feel like growing up most children's books were in like first person point of view so i feel like first person it's a bit tricky because like a lot of the times it kind of i don't want to say it sounds childish you can't really go in depth a lot because you only have like that one person's point of view but like with a mix or if it's like a third person you kind of get like clues from one character and then clues from another and it kind of it's satisfying to see like the story unfold from all of these places yeah i agree i uh, like to uh, learn and read more about what the other characters think about the events that are unfolding how how they're dealing with it oh definitely i'm currently reading um sisters of the snake i don't know if you've read that before or not but it has like the exact same thing you're talking about where it's we have these two characters and it's like this whole bigger story but we each see like the um the story unfolding from like each perspective and each side and like you said it's so interesting to see kind of like all of the secondary um, characters like their point of views and their thoughts and it kind of like it gives them a big significance because it's not like oh it's just a side character they're filling up space and all they also have like their own story and their whole like their own background and i feel that really really adds to the story as well yes definitely i agree mm-hmm. so what kind of makes an author special to you maybe the writing style i think that's that's the first thing uh i think that every author they all like have different writing styles um some for example they would give details about like the the place or, or like the scenery and some would um just get straight to the point and the details Oh, and like which one do you prefer? Do you like the more descriptive side or do you kind of like the whole straightforward storytelling? I like a mix of both. Mm, yeah. Because some books they just lack like the descriptive um element and I get really confused because I need to like I like to imagine their the situation the characters are put through and where like they're 
where it's uh, unfolding to get a better uh, image of what's going on. What I've noticed like with some authors, they kind of overdo it. And you're like, okay, you know what? I don't need to know what color the grass is. Like, we all know what color grass is. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's like, can you get on with the story, please? But definitely, I so agree with you. Because like, like you said, you really need to imagine yourself in that environment. And you really kind of, you need to immerse yourself into that book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just reminded me of a book I read. It's, uh, it's called Ninth House by Leigh Bardigo. I hope I said her name right. Um, her book was really, really good, but there was a lot of description of like unnecessary things. I'm like, do I really have to know about that? Is it necessary? Uh, for example, I didn't need to like know how many windows the classroom has. Like, I understand it's like a, a big university, like really old, and it's like dark academia vibes. But do I really need to know how many windows? Hmm. I feel like an author that's kind of special is able to like, well, personally for me, kind of take me from like where I'm at right now and kind of transport me to a totally different place. Like whether it be like a different country, a different like world, a different time zone. I really enjoy that. Like, oh, yeah. for example, like earlier, I talked about Khalid Husseini and his book. Um, you know, he has his books, The Kite Runner and A Thousand Splendid Sons. And those books, when I tell you, like, I literally cried so much for both of them. And it like, it touched me so much because like, the stories were insane. And it was fiction, but it was still so believable. And the way he kind of transports you to Afghanistan. And like, I cried so much. And my mom, she was like, genuinely worried. <laughs> like, she saw my face and my eyes were so puffy. And she was like, Aya, did something happen? And you know how like Arab moms are? They're like, oh no, like, is she dating someone? Did she get Oh yeah, oh there? my God. <laughs> and it's like, mama, no, I have no game. I'm literally crying over a book. That's like, what's happening. That's the, the only game we have. Yeah. So if you haven't read his books already, like I will literally recommend his books till I die because like, oh my goodness. So that's like one really big thing for me. It's like if an, if an author is able to like move me and get me to cry and like fully like immerse myself into the story, then that's just something super special. I actually have like a copy of The Kite Runner, but I'm scared to read it because I know how like I know it will make me cry and I just don't want to do that I don't want to (laughs) cry fair enough fair enough Uh, you know I'm like the total opposite sometimes when I'm like if I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling like whatever I'll choose something that'll (laughs) purposely make me cry and I know like saying it out loud kind of sounds weird but I'll like choose a book and I'll like make sure the next day is like uh, the weekend or I don't have something important so I can just like cry. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds so depressing. Yeah, but honestly, I love it. But you f- you would uh, you will feel better after like crying. Yes. 
Yeah, you like you literally take everything out and it just uh, it feels so refreshing after. Yeah, I agree, but I'm the opposite because if I'm feeling stressed or like just I want to like cry, I don't. I just push everything, all my feelings just in like a small box. I rarely cry. I have the days where like I need to, but I'm just like no. Nah, I don't have the time for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like the total opposite. I literally cry about so many things to the point where sometimes it gets embarrassing. <laughs> like literally, sometimes I'd be like arguing and out of nowhere I like I'll get the urge to cry. And it's like, "Eh, yeah, really? Now, like come on, please." But yeah. The urge to cry during an argument, that's just uh, that's different. I I I want to cry but like, why? I just want to cry. I don't, I don't have a reason for it. Right? Especially especially when like you know you're right but you can't really articulate a proper argument. So you're like, "Okay, please just like read my mind and know that I'm right." But then since obviously they can't, they like they think they're right and they think that you don't know what you're talking about and it's so frustrating. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. So, we have another question and is it a hard in- one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's I need to mentally prepare myself. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say it's hard, but it's very um subjective, okay? Obviously okay. there's like no right or wrong answer, but what in your opinion makes a good author? Oh man. <laughs> I did tell you it was a bit tricky but Okay, I need a minute to think. <laughs> I think that how they can mix between like the history or example like what's like happening in the world, not really in the world, like what is happening during the time of like the events of the book and uh like make it like connect with the with the events of the book for example um like reading uh, literature uh, novels how um let's say charles dickens um talks about like poverty and orphan orphan children during that time and related to uh, his uh, books by the characters we have like the great expectations and I'm studying the book right now, so it's kind of like the first example in my head. So, what I'm getting is you kind of you like it when an author weaves in like um real-world problems into their stories and their books. Yes. I feel it gives like uh it gives like it gives it like a bigger meaning and it also gives like the readers more to talk about and analyze. <laughs> This is just a prime example that oh this is this person is an English literature student. No 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 I totally get that. I feel like like what you said the way that they can incorporate like these real life issues into their writing without kind of making it seem I don't want to say forced but like the way that they're able to properly weave it in and make it go along with the story as well. Mm-hmm. Um no, I definitely agree with that. I also feel like maybe cuz like like I said I wrote the question and I'm having <laughs> trouble answering it too. <laughs> but 
but um i would probably go back to like one of my earlier answers and say like the author's ability to move you sometimes you know when you're going through a tough time in your life and you kind of want to escape like you kind of use a book to totally fly yourself to a different world or a different country and i feel like an author that is able to kind of do that for you using only words is something so special yeah and also like when an author they write about an experience they had and but like in a different um like it's not like it's it's not the author who's like talking but it's like a character in the book and how they dealt with what they've suffered and it's just it makes you think about a lot of things and also it gives you like a lesson oh definitely definitely i kind of like like you said i like that it's a lesson but it's kind of subconscious so it's not like lesson number one don't be mean to people or they'll be mean to you it's like no it's an experience and you have like the character's story and you know you kind of you get the lesson so our next question is equally as confusing and hard <laughs> um it's very similar but what in your opinion makes a bad author and also very subjective. Hmm, a bad author. Not necessarily just like a bad author, but like um, you know, an author that their writing maybe didn't click for you or something that an author does that doesn't click for you. Yeah, I was just going to like talk about how um when an author like they have like really big and good ideas, but when you read their the book they just they don't deliver them or like it feels like at first like for example like the first few chapters like the first chapter they like promised the reader a lot of things but then at the end of the book it's just it's like a let down it's underwhelming yeah or like something that really really irks me is like major plot yeah. holes for example like Oh yeah, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay, so I was reading this one book. Um I don't want to like spoil anything, but it's called the um The Queen of Atolia. It's a part of a series, okay? And let's just say these two people that were like complete enemies and like they did really bad stuff to each other, they end up falling in love in the end. It's not like a build up where they you know they're like forced to do something together and they slowly like gain feelings no it's like one person is in one kingdom the other is in the other and then apparently like they loved each other the whole time i was like excuse me what <laughs> that makes no sense no what no <laughs> bro literally i was reading the book and i'm like three quarters done and then they're like oh you know i i've always loved you and i've always had feelings for you and i literally had to like go back a few pages i was like did i miss something uh like what it was so underdeveloped and it just it felt so forced like i get maybe for the plot like you needed them to get together but it just it felt so forced and underdeveloped and that like it really just took away from the whole story for me so that's like another thing that i feel is just it kind of takes away from like the mm-hmm. author's writing 
Mm-hmm. Or like too many plot twists. Oh yeah. It's like flash here, flash there. Oh my goodness, like what's going on? Or like in the case, oh my god, I, I always talk about this book. <laughs> <laughs> so <Please> do. <laughs> okay, so have you heard or have you read Punk 57? No, but I've seen it everywhere. Oh my god. <laughs> I, till this day, I'm trying to grasp the idea of like, oh, what actually happened or why or what is like the moral lesson there i mean i get like books don't have to have moral lessons but what is like the point of the book i still can't find an answer to it and also oh my god it it it's supposed to have like one plot but i swear i ended up reading like five different plots all just in one book and they do not make sense and i'm like what am i reading i wasted like two days and that's just like that's one negative thing among my kind of like 100 reasons why i hate this book (laughs) so it was not a good read for you it was not a good read i feel like did you have like high expectations for the book and then it kind of let you down i actually had zero expectations oh (laughs) (laughs) no i was expecting since you had like such a strong feeling for it i was like oh did she like get betrayed by her expectations like is there something else here (laughs) i think it's i think it's um i think it's because i heard like a lot about penelope douglas books from book talk and everyone just they rave about them they all like they love all of her books and I'm like, okay, I th- I want to give like one book a try. And when I said that to myself uh, in my birthday, like I think like t- a week after my birthday, I got Punk 57 like in the mail. My friend sent it to me as a birthday gift. I was like, oh my God, I always wanted like to read one of her books, one of Penelope Douglas books. And so that was like, it was kind of exciting. And then I didn't even know what the book was about. <laughs> I didn't know what it was about. But then I read like um, the synopsis, and I'm like, uh, like I asked myself, "Am I sure that I need to read this book? Am I gonna like it?" And I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna read it." But then I'm like, "I wish I did not read this book. I feel like..." It's like a fever, it was like a fever dream. No, definitely. I feel like when an author kind of puts too much in a book and kind of maybe, like you said, put in so many plots and like plot twist here, plot twist there, it kind of loses its meaning and definitely kind of really takes away from like maybe the initial story that they wanted to tell. So I want to know like what are some authors that that kind of have piqued your interest lately? I would say um, uh, Colleen Hoover. Um, about a month ago, I read her book uh, Verity, and it just it was perfect. It was like one of the top books I've read this year. Uh, I was kind of scared to read uh, one of uh, Colleen Hoover's books because they're all just sad (laughs) oh yeah they're definitely sad (laughs) yeah and i was really scared because like i feel like she's a really 
like an amazing author and she's like she's a wonderful person i follow her on tiktok and she's just so sweet so i was like i want to read a book uh from her and um i start reading like about each book and verity just like uh, grabbed my attention because it was like a psychological thriller and i was like hey that's that's a genre i'm i really love i'm really like i the, like it just the minute that I like figured out it's like a psychological thriller. It's like I don't care. I'm I'm gonna read this book. I don't know if it's gonna contain like sad stuff. I'm gonna read the book. I don't care. <laughs> and it was just amazing. Oh my god, you have to read this book. You really have to read this book. Oh, you know I've I've only read one book by her. I've read It Ends with Us because I've like I've seen it everywhere. Literally in like every single TikTok. It's always like one of the books that people talk about. So I was like, you know what? I'll give it a try. And honestly, I, I enjoyed it. It was pretty, mm-hmm. it was, it wasn't a five star read for me, but overall, like her writing style. And I really enjoyed how like she took us between the present and the past. Have you read her book before or no? It ends with us. No. And uh, as I said, I don't really read like, I don't like reading sad books. So when I found out, I was like, no, yeah, I'm not going to read it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It definitely made me cry. So like personally, I really enjoy it when like an author is able to properly take us from like different like time, not time zones, but like we go to the future, we go to the past, we go to the present. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's such a tricky thing to do because with, like, so many authors, it sometimes gets confusing. Like, you don't really understand, like, where you're at right now. But with her, she kind of... um, Because, like, during the book, we read some of the main character's uh, diary passages. So it was, like, super clear to know that, oh, okay, we're in the past Mm -hmm. when she's, like, reading her diary. And then you know, like, we're in the present when you're reading, like, the normal story. So I really did enjoy that, and overall, overall, it was it was a pretty good read. So I'm I'm pretty excited to like read more of her books as well. So I'll definitely add the thriller that you just talked about um, to my list. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't disappoint. But yeah, I'm... yeah, definitely. And um, another author like I. I really love and just really piqued my interest ever since um, I started reading books again is um, Hafsa Faisal. Oh, girl. I love her too. <laughs> She's amazing. I I love her books so much. Oh, my God. She's just amazing. And I can't wait for like a new book. Um, I forgot the name. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Is it the one with like the vampires? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So kind of like with Hafsa, what like what made you gravitate towards her? Uh, her representations of like um, Middle East, and I really enjoyed. It. I feel like I feel seen. I f- I f- I feel like I was like finally I can read a book where I relate or understand the references in the book, and just it makes me so happy. Yeah, that's definitely a plus. No, and like also for me, I like really enjoyed, like f- like you said, the whole diversity aspect was such a plus. You kind of like you you're understanding the references, and you're like, oh, this is this is similar to my culture, or oh, this is 
You know what I mean? But I also really like enjoyed the way she was able to tell her story and like the whole fantasy aspect. It was amazing. Like not even looking at like her as a person and like what she believes in and all, but just like the writing itself and the book itself. It, it's was my favorite. Phenomenal. Like um We Free the Stars really killed me. <laughs> it really just I was a mess after the book. I really love like the tropes in it and the whole like the whole found family sort of thing where they got super close and yeah, it was it was so cute and so wholesome and it had like enough sad scenes for me. <laughs> so that was that was also Yeah, a plus. it took me a lot like, of time like to actually get to read the book, but then when I like read like what the first chapter was like why like i felt like i was missing out yeah oh yeah me too i also like just really enjoyed how she kind of made it you know so moving and at the same time it was just it was so interesting to read like i had the book downloaded on my phone for like i think for a few weeks and i just was not in the mood to read anything and i was super busy and then i was like oh yeah like oh i have this book let me just try it out And I swear, I literally could not put down my phone for like the whole book. <laughs> I was just mm-hmm. like stuck to it and I couldn't get anything done. And I was like, oh my goodness, like where have you been all my life? Just amazing. I also really liked how, um, again, I'm like trying to talk about it without spoiling anything. <laughs> But um, I really enjoyed how like you get to kind of see like each point of view of like the characters. And with one of the characters, how like how morally gray they become and how they kind of reason. I think you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. And how kind of like they reason and how they convince themselves that what they're doing is okay, even though I feel like deep down they knew it wasn't. And like with that, you kind of as a reader you might sort of agree with him you're like you know what yeah like why why did they do that and that and like why mm-hmm. like do you know what i mean and it's kind of it's super interesting and it adds a whole different dimension to the book i feel like i should reread it again i might soon no it's honestly it such an amazing read and i'm so excited for her new books okay so as we're like wrapping up the episode i would like for you to kind of basically summarize like your three i'd say your three top authors and then i'd like for you to recommend one like top book for you for the listeners so my top three authors are hafsa faisal v.e schwab and uh, emily henry and the book that i would really recommend everyone to read it definitely would be um i have a lot but like Whenever like I think of I have to like recommend just like one it's just it's hard. No, it's okay. I asked like a really super hard question because I know for readers like you literally cannot have a favorite book. Um I would recommend Ace of Spades. It's it's phenomenal and I think everyone should read it. It discusses a lot of uh important topics like uh racism and I just I really want everyone to read and it's like a mix of the movie Get Out and Gossip Girl which is like a very interesting mix. 
Ooh. Yeah, it's very interesting if I have to say so as well. <laughs> yeah, but before reading, I think everyone should like check the trigger warnings, obviously. And yeah. So that kind of wraps up our episode for today. And Lulu, I just want to thank you so much for joining me. It was so fun chatting with you about our favorite authors and just so many wonderful topics. And um, is there anything you'd like to say maybe before we finish? Um, I would like to say um, thank you for this lovely opportunity and it was wonderful chat. I enjoyed, I enjoyed answering this really difficult questions, <laughs> but they gave me like a lot to, to like talk about and discuss and it was amazing. I really, I really loved it. Oh, I'm really glad you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed chatting with you so much and I'm so glad you were able to come on today and thank you guys for listening thank you so much your support means the world to me and lulu's recommendation will be linked down below and that is ace of spades and make sure to go check out her social media accounts you will not be disappointed they are just so aesthetically pleasing so please don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already and leave an honest review that would also really help out stay safe and see you guys soon